Christmas is a lot of things. Christmas is singing about those things. Christmas is also dancing. Lots of dance styles. Christmas is, if Broadway's closed, what you gonna do? Maybe make a movie and dance? Let's watch it. Okay. Three, two, one. Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Richard. Welcome to Daily Chit Chat. Join us every weekday as we talk about what's streaming, what we're loving, where we're going, and maybe some obscure references. Let's Let's chit chat. chat. Five, six, seven, eight. Is that from a chorus line? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you can say a five, six, seven, eight without a chorus line. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> We have ushered in the Christmassy movie season. We are all about these new Christmas movie releases. Up on the docket today, we're going to talk about Christmas on the Square. You can find it on Netflix. It just came out not too long ago. Yeah, pretty new, huh? Real star-studded cast. Yeah. Dolly Parton. She wrote all the music. Yep. We've got Jennifer Lewis. As soon as I saw her name in the credits, I was like, oh, you're going to get some great songs if Jennifer Lewis is in this cast. Uh-huh. Treat Williams. Didn't know he could sing, but he was great. Yeah. Go yeah. figure. Treat Williams. And rounding out the cast, Christine Baranski. I love Christine Bransky. Had no idea she was in the film until she showed up in the film. Then I was sold on said film because oh. I didn't know what to expect. But if Christine Bransky is in the cast, yes. So you were going in very blind because I remember seeing the preview for Christmas on the Square, um, let's say a, a month-ish ago. And so, yeah, it, it outlines like, okay, you've got Dolly Parton. She's somehow going to teach Christine Baranski a lesson and it involves the spirit of Christmas and giving. Mm-hmm. Well, you knew more than I did. Okay. Wow. Well, thank you for just trusting me when I said, let's watch Christmas on the square and talk about it. Yeah. I also, I'm looking through the credits. Debbie Allen is the choreographer. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. Debbie Allen is the choreographer. And then I see Debbie Allen was also the director. Again. So I am looking through the credits. Comes up Debbie Allen's name, choreographer. I'm like, great, great. Then keep looking at the credits. Debbie Allen directed it. Oh. So Debbie Allen is in charge of all of the beautiful visuals that we have going on with the dancing and the movement and the placement. So yeah. before. Before we even get going, I'm like excited because we've got this great cast and we've got Debbie Allen in charge behind the camera. So I'm Mm -hmm. I'm ready. This opening number, Richard, I don't think I could have counted all the dance styles. Were you impressed with the wide variety of just dance styles in this one opening number? I was. It went in all directions, all different ways, um, because... 
if you think about it, it opens really almost in a somber tone in a just a nice little soliloquy form of Dolly Parton singing the sweet, you know, her sweet way of singing just a nice little Christmas lullaby and then it explodes. And like you said, the styles go everywhere from there. Yeah, we have dancers young and old. We see like that acrobatic newsies style of dance, but then we've got a like a ballet breakdown. We've got a woman, she's like in the town square gazebo. She's on a silk. She's like doing all the cool swirly things that you do on the silks. We've got some whacking and some ballroom style in the hairdresser shop. Then we've got some tap dancing, which I always love. Yes. And um, I knew you would like I get that. excited every time I see him. Alex, alum of So You Think You Can Dance from at this point, like, I don't know, eight, nine years ago. <laughs> yes. But every time I see Alex in a number, I'm like, oh, good. He's still working. <laughs> Love that guy. You're like, look at him go. He's doing it. Yes. <laughs> in part because he famously could not finish out that season of So You Think You Can Dance because of a terrible injury. It was like a That's bad injury yeah. or something. And he couldn't, he couldn't finish out. Um, so I'm always just happy to see like he recovered from that injury so many years ago and he's gone on to have um, what seems to be a great career in film. Okay, so we've got we've got our great like intro <clears throat> number. We see there's this this town square. It's the town of Fullerville, but everybody in the town's so excited. But then we see like this luxury SUV coming into town. It's being driven by an assistant and Christine Baranski's in the back and she what's her song all about Richard because you love Christine Baranski so much she's like hello I'm Christine Baranski and I want out of this town we need out of this town I want out of this town so everyone wants out of this town even though they don't want to yeah so so how is she going to make them leave the town? She's giving them something. And I probably sang it exactly the same way she did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Her name is Regina. And she's basically giving them eviction notices. And, Her name yeah. in the film is Regina, yeah. right? Okay. Her and name's she's Regina, just like, and she's here to say she's going to kick, kick out, out the people in a major way. I think her deal is her dad died, right? Is that the impetus of the plot? Yeah, so Regina's father has died six months prior to this movie starting. Her dad, like, owned the whole town, so then she inherited everything, and she, like, hates the town, and so she's putting up eviction notices for everybody because she's going to sell the entire town to a mall developer. And it's like a, a mall, and it's like... The Cheetah Mall. Yeah, the Cheetah Mall, which it's just too funny. Um, A lot of this film, I was wondering, because someone on on IMDb described it as like a sugary, sweet film, but also grounded in reality. I was wondering if they couldn't have just amped up the comedic part of it a little more. Like, I thought it was a funny thing that they're like, Cheetah Mall, Cheetah Mall. Because in real life, I'm thinking, okay, malls are kind of, yesterday and also calling it cheetah mall is kind of funny so they should have played that up more but 
they do, for good or for bad, treat this movie like it's sweet and sugary and saccharine, but grounded in like serious reality. And the serious reality of the town is y'all getting shut down. Yeah. Yeah. I, as much as I loved all the choreography and I loved all of the music because there is no better songwriter than Dolly Parton. Uh, I got real strong going to a church to watch a Christmas play kind of vibes. Uh, if anybody here listening has ever gone to an original play that was, you know, like written for like small churches to do as part of like celebrating the Christmas season. Uh, I was getting real strong vibes from that. And I did see in the opening credits that this was based on a stage play that Dolly Parton had done. So that doesn't really surprise me. Yeah. So for better or worse, it does have that feel. I think you nailed it on the head. It's a, um, a local town kind of campy church play, but it was done pretty earnestly with a lot of dancing and budget. And Everybody actors. involved is insanely talented. Like we were talking about, we've got the four major name stars that are in this. And then there's all these other, then there, you got like at least four or five other people in the cast that I kind of recognize some of them. I didn't recognize others, but they all, again, very talented singers, dancers. I don't know if they had been on Broadway or if they just have other theatrical right. experience probably i would assume that some of them have touched the great white way so but it's almost like there's too many characters to keep track of which again also made me think of when you go and you see a church christmas themed play mm -hmm. it's like no one part is too big to put on the shoulders of anybody like there's no like lead leads so you like right. distribute the wealth of songs and stage time to like not burden yeah, and the average people that just are like in your church congregation. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes sense. And I was going to say, it was very weird the way they did the, the exposition through song because it was clever and I thought they should have uh, played more into that too because it was almost comical. They're like, you're a pastor and I'm your wife and we're trying to have in vitro. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Well, yeah, it kind of, that. I think that's really what uh, was the thing that felt a little off for me is the rule when you're writing a musical is it's like somebody is so excited about new information, they break into song. That's the loose rule about if you're going to write a musical and a lot of the songs weren't actually because people were excited about new information. The songs were about people telling information. Like, yes, exactly. That's a good point, too. Maybe that's why it fell. Like three and a half years. I thought we would be pregnant by now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The eggs are dry. That was the song. Um, it was the song. But, <laughs> yes. but sung really well and great great tune mm -hmm. you know before we get too f far into the weeds i do want to recommend sorry that dolly parton did write a broadway musical uh, a, a musical adaption of the film she was in nine to five where she wrote all the music for it that is splendid and i think that's uh, a, a more serious it's a comedy too but a more serious 
um, baby of her talent, meaning she put a lot into each and every song. And the plot, of course, is already a Hollywood movie that was really popular. And she's from the movie and she wrote 9 to 5, the song for the movie. So it's her little baby full of her talents and joys. And, you know, I feel like this movie is not like the epitome of the Dolly Parton, like talent. However, it is still pretty good. I agree. I think that with Christmas movies in general, you just need to put an asterisk by it. Like, I don't know if this movie is going to hold up to the movies that come out the 10 other months of the year. Same, same like what we were saying with Happiest Season. Like, Happiest Season, mm. it's a fine movie. It's a great Christmas movie, but it's a fine movie compared to movies that would come out the rest of the year. And I feel the same way about Christmas on the Square. It's right. a fine movie. It's a fine musical. But, yeah. Uh, it's just interesting. Yeah. It's just a, it's an interesting flow. It is an interesting flow. I I can't say I didn't enjoy the music and the dancing and maybe maybe that's fine. Yeah. That's okay. Uh there was one little one little shout out in this movie that was so funny to me because I thought that this product had just like been discontinued. Do tell. So uh we we see Christine Bransky. She's like a real Scrooge of a character literally but she doesn't i was expecting this movie to go into straight up christmas carol territory with like being visited by ghosts that does not happen she kind of like does reflect on her past and how it made her who she is today but she meets dolly parton and dolly parton reveals herself to be a angel who's here to help her and, and guide her and yeah. Christine Bransky doesn't believe this at first. And so she says, uh, I'm going to hit this panic button. And so she like hits this thing and Dolly Parton goes, that's a secret. I have not heard anybody talk about secrets in ages, ages. <laughs> Do you remember secrets? I, I vaguely remember secrets. Yes. They came in a tin like Altoids. Yes. It's like a cough drop, but it came in a tin like Altoids. And I guess they were my childhood favorite cough drop. <laughs> I guess. My goodness. I I only kind of vaguely remember it because of that tin. I think maybe that was their Yeah, but fame. I don't think they don't sell know. them in tins anymore because then it's like this visual gag. And then you see that they're uh, like in those individually wrapped little blister packs and so that's what it is. It's just like a red mm -hmm. uh, cough drop that's like in the blister pack, like separated from the rest. Anyway, um, that was my big takeaway was knowing that Sucret still exists. Uh, brand check. Are you still out there? Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> now, if there's another movie out there that references Dimatap, I think I can finally like wrap up my childhood illness memories. <laughs> Anybody else remember Diamond Tap? Do they yes. still make it? That grape yeah. flavor. Mine was purple. I think it had different yeah, colors, though. Yeah, Purple. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Purple grape. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. I'm on board. So if you want to build a cheetah mall, then this is a movie for you, too, to learn 
what you have to do to your townsfolk to evict them, make them yeah. real mad. Yeah, this is how you kick out the people of Fullerville, in, of Kansas. Fullerville, Kansas. And it's, it's littler, the town is littler than Stars Hollow. I believe this is more of an indoor studio town versus stars hollow which is like an outdoor studio town yes i was getting real uh mgm musical vibes where the entire town is just on the soundstage but that was great it looked pretty realistic they did a good job with it for real yeah they they even put um they there was always like a little bit of frost on all the cars yeah so you know, give it a watch. Yeah, obviously this is not an Oscar award performance or a Tony award um, performance. However, it does speak more to the Broadway senses than a lot of movies that are coming out now. So I miss Broadway. This is a good filler. Mm-hmm. But I mean, mm-hmm. it's still great, a, great family movie. Yeah, a cute movie and perfect for family. That's a good point. Yes, my sister was telling me a story about how... Uh, my four-year-old niece, her daughter, watched this when she was being babysat at her grandma's house. And then, um, and then like the next day, you know, they're watching it together at their house. And my niece just straight up spoils the ending. <laughs> oh my goodness. Cause she's four and she's like, Oh, this is that. And that is this. <laughs> and and then my sister's like, Oh, Okay. Okay. (laughs) Fun surprise at the end. (laughs) Yeah, you said that there's a a spoiler gene inside that child right now. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she's four. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. (laughs) But yes, this is uh, yes, this is the same child who kept trying to tell me the twist at the end of Julie and the Phantoms, but my sister would keep saying, "No, we're not going to ruin it for your auntie." Don't ruin it, please. And so then finally, when I had watched all of Julie and the Phantoms, I was like, okay, I know what the secret is. And then my niece was like, get with the program, auntie. Exactly. Okay. Well, we're going to keep this Christmas spirit going. We have another new holiday release that we're going to be talking about tomorrow. Very different. Yeah, it took me by Very different in in theme and tone and even format. But I was going to say, heck yes. <laughs> that was not family appropriate. We're talking about Dolly Parton's Christmas cutesy movie. Yes, exactly. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go give some books to children. I'm going to um, look up to the sky and see if I can see Dolly. Oh, even better. Okay, bye everybody. Bye, see you. See you.